Here in Minnesota, where I live, we are always looking for amusing things to do inside to stay warm and cozy when it gets freezing cold outside. For this wintry season, you and I are going to heat things up with a winter replay of my most playful, inspiring, and popular episodes from the past four seasons of Sadie's Divorce and Happy Podcast. I'm also including new intros in every episode so that we can stay connected until my deliciously tempting season five starts. So slip into something snugly warm and grab a hot and steamy drink. It's time to indulge in all of the winter replayfulness on Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast. It is January and it is cold outside, at least here in Minnesota. So I thought this week I would just, you know, heat things up a little bit, just a smidge with my winter replay. If you haven't been listening since the new year, what I'm doing until season five drops is I'm replaying some of my old favorite, inspirational, playful, spicy episodes from the last four seasons. And this episode, I have such fun memories of taping it because I felt, honestly, I felt so naughty talking about why I loved sex so much after divorce. And I give a fun, playful list of all the reasons why maybe you'll resonate with some of them. If you haven't listened to this episode before, it is, it is, I I really go for it. So buckle up, enjoy. I don't know where you're at with your sexual exploration after divorce. I hope you're having a lot of delicious fun. I hope you're experimenting. I hope you're trying new things, being a little more out of the box because my opinion, hey, you're divorced. Now is the time before you choose to, if you choose to, get into another long-term traditional monogamous relationship. I say go for it. I say do all the stuff, do all the things. Be safe, you know, of course. Be safe, but have fun. Have so much fun. Prior to divorce, sex for me was, was, it was pretty beige. It was pretty one note, as I like to say. There weren't a lot of colors <laughs> in uh, my sexual crayon box. Uh, the buffet was pretty, it was like a mashed potatoes, you know, bland kind of meal. But after divorce, wow, all of the flavor, all of the texture. Mm, so yummy, so fun. I would love it if you were here right now and you were sitting across from me and we could swap some juicy stories. That would be so much fun. If you feel comfortable, you know, you can always DM me later. And I know I have listeners, maybe you're one of them, who just don't care about sex after divorce. I have friends who are divorced that they just they just don't really care. That has never been my experience. I've always cared. <laughs> I've always been all in. But I I just want to say if you're if you're in that place, be where you are. Don't judge yourself. Be be kind. Focus on other things. Enjoy your freedom. That's the perfect place to be. But I think I think you can still enjoy this episode. At least I think it will entertain you. When it comes to sex now for me, I, you know, I still, I love sex. Thank God. I, 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 I never used to say that, but I do. I love me some good sex. But I'm at a place now, five years out of divorce, where I've done a lot. And, and you'll get some of that from this episode. But um, I'm at a place now where I am really desiring to have what I call special sex with a partner or, you know, with partners that... Are emotionally available, that want to be emotionally vulnerable, that want to invest into me in all the ways. And I think that would add a new layer to sex that I haven't had in a very long time. So 
that's where I'm at. Maybe you've been on this divorce journey for a while, maybe longer than I have. I'm five years in. I'd love to know how sex has kind of changed for you throughout your experience. That would be a fun conversation to have. Hit me up, DM me, and we can definitely chat about it. Mm. And if you are looking to have other ways to enjoy some playful fun after divorce, I would love for you to join one of my meetup groups. I have one in Denver, one in Chicago, and one in the Twin Cities. You can find that information in the show notes. And if I'm not in your city, you should DM me. Maybe we can create a meetup group in your city. And in February, just next month already, I'm having this awesome event called the Divorced and Happy Pajama Party. You might have heard me talking about it. I'm going to play a little ad about it shortly before we start this replay. But you can also find the link to the tickets in my show notes. All right, friend, I will catch you in the intro to next week's replay and have fun listening to this tasty, playful episode. I thought I'd never have good sex again, but then I got divorced. Come laugh and play at the Divorced and Happy Pajama Party. Comedian Sarah McPeck will perform. There will be a best PJs contest, games, cocktails, and candy. Join me Saturday night, February 10th at 7 p.m. in my hometown, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Visit divorcedandhappy.net for details and to buy your tickets. But hurry, space is limited. This event is rated PR for playful, not risque. This month, I have been going solo and sharing what I've learned about myself since my divorce. I've talked about how much I love my independence and freedom post-divorce and how I, Sadie Marie, am a recovering good girl, no apologies. I have had a lot of discovery since my divorce. And one of my favorite discoveries is that I really enjoy sex after divorce, like a lot like a lot, a lot. Sex after divorce is liberating. It's exciting. It's passionate. It's intense. It's creative. It's playful. It's freeing. It is so yummy. It's bold. It's sensual. It's delicious. Sex after divorce is all the things. It's all the things. And you know, when you really love something and you find it so amazing and mind-blowing, what do you want to do? You want to talk about it. And I will talk about sex with whoever wants to engage. My single friends, my married friends, and of course, the men I date. Those are the best conversations. I remember when I first started talking about sex after divorce with some of my married friends. And, you know, I didn't really leave behind any details. So they'd be listening and their eyes would get bigger and bigger. It was like I was growing a horn out of my head. And then they'd say things like, you did what? <laughs> then my other married friends would call me up and we just cut to the chase. They'd say things like, uh, yeah, just talk about the sex. And then my single friends, you know, I'd tell my stories and they'd look at me like, Sadie, what's the, what's the big deal? We've been doing this type of sex for decades, which I say, good for you, single friends. That is so fun. Sex after divorce is so fun. So a little backstory. Because I wasn't always standing on the rooftop screaming, I love sex, like I am now. And maybe this story will sound familiar to some of you. I'm going to guess yes. But here's the deal. I was raised really, really religious. As in my dad was a minister, religious. As in I was the preacher's kid in a small town, religious. I was taught to be a very virtuous, good girl. And sex was not only a taboo topic 
it was a big scary one, like horror film scary. Think alien abduction scary. Having sex would, you know, turn me into a pillar of salt or blow me into a different stratosphere. You just, you didn't mess with sex. Sex was scary. And because I was taught all these negative things about sex, I really never had much of it. And as we all know, if you don't do much of something, you definitely don't get comfortable and you certainly never get good at it. I was just never good at sex. Eh, it's pretty boring, pretty boring in the bedroom because I wasn't comfortable with sex. But then I got divorced. And like many things, which I talked about earlier this month in my Miss Independent episode, after my divorce, I decided I was going to give myself the freedom to enjoy sex a lot. I became giddy about sex. Like I was crushing on sex. I saw my sex life like a juicy movie montage. Just break out the usher music and run a sexy sequence of steamy bedroom scenes with me and my various lovers. And after divorce, when I got my sex groove on, my body was doing things that it had never done before crazy. And it wasn't just me noticing it. It was the men I was intimate with noticing it. And I'd say, did I just do that? And they would say, you just did, which was just so much fun, by the way. I mean, I honestly, I had no idea. I had no idea for decades. I had no idea how good sex could be. None, no clue. And now I want to tell the world, I want to tell the world how amazing sex is after divorce. I've been so excited about my sex life post-divorce that I, I was even part of a sex club for a while. I know that sounds that sounds illegal. It wasn't. It was like a book club, but instead of talking about books, we ladies would talk about sex. I highly recommend it. It's very freeing, very naughty, and very freeing. We ladies, we need to talk about sex more. We definitely, I think men are a little better at that. I'm just going to generalize right here. But I think we ladies, we need to swap more sex stories because one thing I've noticed about when women get together, we always talk about our kids, but we really don't talk about how we created them, do we? It's time. Ladies, it's time. We're in midlife now. We get to talk about sex. Lots of sex. So start your sex clubs and spill it. And now I'm going to spill it with you and I'm going to share 10 tips on how you can have the best sex after divorce. Here we go. Tip number one, learn to enjoy having sex with yourself. Learn to enjoy having naughty, dirty, delicious sex with yourself. Buy yourself a vibrator, buy yourself two vibrators, put one on your nightstand, put one in the shower, put one in your purse, take it on the go. Gentlemen, buy yourselves a cock ring. If you've never heard about a cock ring, that's unfortunate. Buy yourselves a cock ring. Put on a cock ring when you're masturbating. You'll like it. I promise. We all have nipples, right? If you're a man, you have nipples. If you're a woman, you have nipples. I say buy some nipple clips and enjoy that good vibration. And if you're curious about anal play, I say buy some toys. Try it out. You're the safest partner you'll ever have. Try some new things with yourself. Mix it up. Sex is a creative experience. Do some naughty talk. Do some naughty talk with yourself in the bedroom. Oh, you look so good. Tell yourself how good you feel. Tell yourself how much you like what you're doing to yourself. Have some naughty talk in the bedroom. Play some sexy music. Buy some satin sheets. Enjoy those solo date nights. Do some naughty stuff in the bedroom with yourself. That's tip number one. Doesn't that sound so fun? Tip number two, redefine sex. 
Okay. I had to redefine sex from being bad and awful and shameful and sinful to being an amazing way to connect, an amazing way to express myself, a delicious way to feel pleasure. Sex sex is such a wonderful, fantastic way to just enjoy being alive. Sex is one of my favorite ways to be a responsible adult. Sex is creative expression. Sex is life. Sex is a gift. Redefine sex. Redefine sex after divorce. All right. Tip number three, watch some ethical porn. Why don't you watch some female directed, female produced porn, watch some real people having sex, women directing it, men being sensual, watch it with your vibrator, watch it with a partner, watch it with your partner and a vibrator and a bunch of other toys. Lean into some ethical porn. Ethical porn, you should really file this away. This is important because a lot of porn is very male-centric and not very female-centric. So I think we all should watch more ethical porn. Erica Lust is a great director of ethical porn. She's a great advocate for porn being ethical. I could say the word ethical one more time. Erica Lust, check her out. She's on Instagram and uh, I'm a big fan. Erica, be on my podcast. I love you. All right, tip number four on how to have the best sex after divorce. Be curious about sex in conversation with men or women, whoever you like to date. I mean, we talk about a trip before we go on one, people. We talk a lot about all the things we're going to do on our trip, where we're going to stay, what we're going to do, what we're going to eat, what we want to experience. All that anticipation makes it a lot more fun. So, I say, talk about sex with the people that you're dating. Learn about what they like. What don't they like? What turns them on? What turns them off? What are they curious about? What have they done? What haven't they done? What do they want to do? Are they at a six and you're at a 10? You will learn a lot about an individual when you start talking about sex. I know I have. So talk about it. This is not a taboo topic. This is something we do every day, all the time. Talk about sex with people you're dating. Now, I definitely, I definitely don't recommend that this is the first conversation you ever have with someone that you uh, start dating. And if they bring it up in the first date, you know, that's kind of a big red flag. But you know, after the third date, talk about it, lean on. And when you have those conversations about sex, it's a great time to talk about safe sex and sexual histories because of course we're in midlife now. We can have these conversations. We can adult this way. All right, tip number six, write down all of the experiences that you want to have with your newfound freedom in the bedroom. Write down all the crazy things you want to do. Write down every position you want to try. Write down all all the toys you want to test out, write down all the experiences that you want to have with sex. Yum. All right. Tip number seven, have a naughty bag, have a naughty bag. Oh yeah. I said it. Have a naughty bag. And in this bag should be all the fun toys that you love should be your condoms. Try some flavored condoms. Why not have a naughty bag? Bring it with you. Take it on your trip. Wherever you go, take it to your date's house. Have a little sexy outfit in your naughty bag. You can just pull it out when you need it. Okay. Speaking of naughty bags, tip number eight, lean into the lube, lean into the lube. I did a podcast back in March with a sex therapist, Dr. INA. Love her. She's based in Atlanta. Our episode is called Bedroom Boss Post-Divorce Pleasure. Check it out. It was back in March and she talked about lube a lot, water-based lube. And lube is important because you know what lube does, what makes everything more comfortable, but it also enhances orgasm. I did not know this. I did not know this for decades. I was missing out. So 
I have lots of lube around the house. Again, I have lube on my nightstand. I have lube in my shower. I have lube in my purse. Lean into the lube. Lube is your friend. It'll give you the best orgasms. I promise. Tip number nine, have more sex. If you've been divorced, I'm going to guess you at minimum, eh, I could be wrong, had a partner for about 10 years. Like, you know, from the time you were dating, the time you got married, at minimum a decade of your life, you've been with one person. But it's probably been longer, like 15, 20, maybe 25, 30 years, been with one person having your beige, boring sex. So have more sex. You're divorced now. You're in midlife. You're a responsible adult. Have more sex. Have lots more sex. Have more sex. And I'm not just meaning with one person. You can just have it with one person, but allow yourself to have as many partners as you want. Again, you're a responsible adult. You can take care of yourself. You know how to. You're going to have real conversations. So have more sex. Have lots of sex. Have more sex. I think I've said that enough now. Okay, moving on to tip number 10. My favorite one. Here we go. Say what you want to say in the bedroom. Say what you like. Say what you don't like. Say what you're really thinking. Say what you're really wanting. Say what you're really feeling. Say that naughty thing that you really want to say. Say what you want to say in the bedroom when you're having sex. I mean, you're naked with somebody doing intimate things. So it's time to say what you want to say. If you want them to give you oral sex, if you want to give them oral sex, how you like oral sex, how you want to use your vibrator, how they can put it here, put it there. Say what you want to say. Have fun. Sex is fun. And I have said what I wanted to say today about enjoying great sex after divorce. Now go and have the best sex of your life with yourself or with a partner or two or three. It was so fun to replay this steamy episode for you today. Remember that season three of Sadie's Divorced and Happy returns with a punch on Wednesdays in September. And I'm so excited to come back with new episodes and amazing guests. And I just need you to join me. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to rate and review the podcast. You can also stay connected to this playful life after divorce community by following me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and now Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. And be sure to visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net, where you'll find all of my podcast episodes, my free eight tips to happiness download, and my life after divorce blog. I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Until then, be sure to treat yourself to some delicious act two fun.